This episode is brought to you by Mesa Workflow Automation. Mesa is the only automation platform that enables Shopify and Shopify Plus merchants to create workflows that automatically carry out repetitive tasks and allow merchants focus on their business. But Facebook itself has been just absolutely horrific. Um, you know, for for you know some of the the brands, I'll, t- I'll talk about some of our brands. Brands that were doing like a six to seven return on ad spend on cold traffic are now down below a two. Companies that actually stand for something or gather and aggregate a certain kind of people together, right? Or a certain niche together. Those are the perfect kinds of audiences to form a VIP group around. When people actually get onto the site, the conversion rate is about 15% during gated launches. 15%. It's just it's it's just unfathomable because people have all, all of the psychology that we talked about before, right? So on today's episode of the 2X e-commerce podcast show, we're going to be talking about gated content strategies to selling more to VIP customers over product launches. It's a great episode you don't want to miss, so do stay tuned. Retail and e-commerce have witnessed an unprecedented transformation in the last decade. The widespread adoption of mobile technology, social media, as well as the lowered cost of cloud-based technology have not only eroded the barriers to entry in retail, but it's also led to the rapid rise and dominance of digital native product brands that sell directly to their customers. On this podcast, you'll get the scoop on customer acquisition and retention strategies employed by high-growth digital native product brands. Not being afraid to spend because you know that customer is going to pay it back uh, three or fourfold. That's when you start to unlock channels in the way that they were meant to be used. And- Listen to interviews with experts at the forefront of technology and innovation in digital retail. Three years ago, they wouldn't have come to us because, yeah, the macro trend of cloud, Wi-Fi, broadband availability, that was a real, that was a real problem. Hear firsthand stories from founders of innovative direct-to-consumer brands. Although I was thinking about the competition, I was more thinking about, like, how do I just build a freaking successful business? We focus on driving as much traffic as possible, converting that traffic, uh, and then dumping money back into driving more traffic. These insights will help you consistently 2x growth in specific areas of your direct-to-consumer brand. This is the 2x e-commerce podcast, hosted by Kunle Campbell. So welcome, welcome, welcome to the 2XE Commerce Podcast Show. I'm your host, Kunle Campbell. So on this episode, I interview Jordan West. Now, Jordan West is um, a man um, who wears a lot of hats. Um, over the interview, he he did mention three out of five e-commerce brands um, he manages in terms of like the, the his own e-commerce brands. And then he is also the, the founder of a... Um, of an agency, of a performance marketing agency called Mindful Marketing. And so the, the his concept basically is taking um, his learnings from, you know, operating these stores, these brands, essentially, these e-commerce brands, and applying them to client work in um, for, 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 for what he does at Mindful Marketing. I think that the major takeaway from this conversation, if you're going to listen to it, which I you know, advise you do if you're into performance marketing, is really the concept of gated content 
as it relates to product launches, right? So we've always talked about product launches on, on this show, about the need to always have, you know, product launch, you know, in a sequential order, just have that cadence of, cadence of um, you know, product launches on a regular basis, whether it's quarterly, whether it's biannual, so that you could stimulate growth and get existing customers to, to, to buy a bit more. Now, it takes it a notch, you know, above what, what, what we talk about in terms of product launches, which essentially is trying to, um, you know, create that anticipation and exclusivity with, you know, um, you know, just gated launches, product launches, explains every single step in the process. And I, I just think it's 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 an interesting, very, very interesting um, concept or direction to just an interesting way to go about product launches and worth a test. So um, listen on, um, you know, Jordan knows, you know, a, a lot about, um, you know, performance marketing as, as well as gated content, you know, gated product launches. And this is a super interesting episode, you know, you, you should definitely listen to. Now, if you haven't already, um, subscribe to this podcast if this is the first time you're listening to it um, in whatever podcasting, you know, platform you're, you, know, you, 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 you use. Or um, if you're watching this on YouTube, you know, hit the subscribe button and, you know, like this video. Um, and if you're on iTunes, um, please remember to, you know, um, leave us a review at some point, you know, um, in, in the future. But um, yeah, enjoy this episode. It's a very interesting concept, you know, gated, you know, launches, product launches. And um, I'm sure you learn a, tool, a thing or two, you know, from, from, from this. So um, yeah, I shall catch you on the other side for now. Peace and um, yeah, cheers. The 2X e-commerce podcast is brought to you by Klaviyo, the ultimate e-commerce marketing platform for email and SMS messaging. Whether you're launching your e-commerce business or taking your brand to the next level, Klaviyo gives you the tools to get growing faster. That is why it's trusted by over 50,000 e-commerce brands like Brooklinen, Non and Chubby's. Build your contact list, send emails that pop, and create marketing moments that build valuable customer relationships over any distance. Get started for free today. Visit clavio.com forward slash 2x to create your free account. That is K-L-A-V-I-Y-O.com forward slash 2x. ShipBob is the global fulfillment leader for e-commerce brands like you. They've actually just launched their first UK fulfillment center, which is quite close to me here in London. This gives ShipBob's clients access to e-commerce markets in the US, Canada, and now Europe. ShipBob offers direct integration to merchants running on Shopify, Wix, BigCommerce, WooCommerce, Amazon, eBay, and Walmart. This quote from their site, from Courtney Lee, the founder of Primal Coffee, really stood out for me. She said, I felt like I couldn't grow until I moved to ShipBob. And my CPA accountant even said to me, thank God you switched to ShipBob. I mean, who gets compliments from their accountant? Fulfillment is incredibly time intensive, so hand it over to the best of the best for fast and affordable shipping. To get $500 in free shipping credits today, head over to shipbob.com forward slash 2x. That is S-H-I-P-B-O-B dot com forward slash 2x.
Hello, Two Xers. Welcome, welcome to the Two X Commerce Podcast Show, and I'm your host Kunle Campbell. And this is the podcast dedicated to rapid growth in online retail. That's in the direct-to-consumer selling space, more specifically. Now, if you work in marketing um, at an e-commerce business or you're a founder, um, this the ethos of this show is to help you sell more directly to your customers. So each week, I interview an expert. A founder at a direct-to-consumer e-commerce business or a representative from a best-in-class e-commerce SaaS product. And their remit to, to, to you, listeners and 2X, is growing metrics, help giving you information to help you grow metrics or to test the growth of metrics such as conversions, average order value, repeat customers, your audience size, and ultimately sales. Um, so speaking of which today, um, we're, we're talking about performance marketing and just selling cleverly. And um, today I'm joined with Jordan West. He is the founder and CMO of Little and Lively Clothing. Um, he also runs a podcast called Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand. I'll link to it in the show notes or description, depending on where you're, you're, you're watching or listening to this episode. Without further ado, I'd like to welcome Jordan to the show. Welcome, Jordan. Thank you so much for having me. It's really, really nice to be on. And I'm looking forward to uh, hopefully explaining some stuff and talking about some stuff that people aren't doing, uh, hopefully bringing a lot of value to your audience. Fantastic. Fantastic. Okay. So you're, you, you're, you're involved in, you know, several things in, in, in a few things. Let, let me just say several. Do you mind introducing yourself to listeners um, in one minute or two, and then we'll jump right into questions? Yeah, absolutely. So I, uh, as of right now in 2021, um, uh, am a multi-brand owner as well as an agency owner, all in the e-commerce space. I'm really, really obsessed with what is going on with e-commerce. Uh, you know, when 2020 hit, we could not have been positioned uh, better to be able to serve people, especially at Mindful Marketing uh, on the e-commerce side. And then as well, just with our brands, right? Um, it was really uh, an unreal year for that. I know a lot of people had difficulties, um, but for us, you know, we really were positioned uh, in a good way. I actually started my business career uh, when I was 23 years old. I bought a restaurant uh, and wow. that was the best and the worst decision that I've ever made. Uh, and, uh, you know, in, in all of that, I, I think after about five years, I lost about five years and about one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. And I'm glad that I got it out of the way then. Right. Those bad decisions mm -hmm. then. Because uh, I believe that that's really helped uh, me grow. So 2014, 2015, my wife and I started this small little clothing company just out of our house. Uh, my wife saw a need for um, baby leggings that had a little bit of extra diaper room. And that was okay. our first product. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. And so, so from there that just kind of grew and that's grown into now three different brands. We have a baby brand, little and lively. We've got a women's brand, uh, sorry, women and women's and men's brand, um, dwelling apparel. And then we've got a dwelling pajama apparel. brand okay. called uh, pretty laundry. So, uh, in, and then in amongst that, uh, we ended up starting a marketing agency because everybody was coming to me for marketing advice. Um, and, uh, and then that has now grown into something beautiful as well. So that's just a little bit about me. I, I also just a tiny bit. I loved a mountain bike. That's really one of my obsessions is mountain biking and hanging out with my kids. So all Amazing. of that is, is, is a lot, actually a lot more important to me than, uh, than business and work. So <laughs> family first, family first, that there is Absolutely. so much to unpick from, from what you, you know, what, what you just shared, um, you know, from your, your journey, 
in in the restaurant, you know, just the lessons, the learnings from 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 the restaurant, you know, industry, and um, your wife actually starting, you know, the, the e-commerce business, um, little and lively clothing for children, and the other brands have spun off the back of this, and just what you have to share now. And I really appreciate you coming, you know, on the two X e-commerce to to tell stories because prior to this interview, there were three key you know, um, topics we we looked into, uh, three key stories, you know, sub-sub stories, essentially, and, and I really want to address it. First is, very, very general question, which is, what are your thoughts on um, on e-commerce in 2021 and beyond um, from a point of view of, um, you know, paid, owned, and earned media? Yeah, great, great question. So, I, I, I mean, obviously, uh, you know, we're we're recording this at the end of May or sorry, the beginning of June of 2021. Mm-hmm. May for most brands has been horrific uh, from a paid standpoint. I, I now sorry, not not all brands. Right. Uh, people no. who are doing more intent based marketing. Uh, we've seen no difference. If not, Google has Google and Bing um, have been the saviors for, for e-com mm-hmm. as far as I've seen in May. Um but paid well, marketing, interesting. You're not even saying Google. So, so Google has sold out, and it's Bing, really. Okay. No, no, no. Both, both of them. Bing, yeah, Bing yeah, yeah, and both. Google. Okay, okay. Yeah, Bing and okay. Google. They're okay. they're both they're both doing great yeah. stuff. Okay. But okay. the but Facebook itself has been just absolutely horrific. Um, hmm. You know, for for you know some of the the brands. I'll t- I'll talk about some of our brands. Brands that were doing like a six to seven return on ad spend on cold traffic are now down below a two. Right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely mm-hmm. unreal seeing what has happened um, with iOS 14.5 coming in. I don't mm-hmm. think that's all. I don't think that, that it's going to last for long. I just think that mm-hmm. we really need to figure out how to market in this day and age. We're actually going back and what we're seeing really good results uh, in Facebook ads, um, not using mm-hmm. campaign budget optimization. So not trusting <laughs> the algorithm as much. Right. And going Maybe back into yeah. yeah, going back into ABO. And now we're mm. actually seeing, I just launched a, a campaign yesterday and we're seeing threes and fours uh, in mm. that campaign in ad set budget optimization. Some, so I'm more thinking, control. Yeah, I think I think we need to sort of, as advertisers, take back the control a little bit mm. um, from Facebook um, because they don't really have the control right now, right? Like they, mm-hmm. in CBO, they're not finding people, right? They're just not finding the purchasers. They're not there. So um, so I'm not going to continue to pour money in there. Um, I run a mastermind as well. And some of my mastermind members are getting incredible results on Snapchat. So, uh, like we talked about before, uh, we started recording, I'm really platform agnostic wherever the results are, that's where I want to go. Right. So if yeah. we're getting good results on Snapchat, awesome. Let's go there. If we're getting them on TikTok, awesome. Maybe even Twitter. I don't know. <laughs> right. But yep. we don't I don't have to be super, super reliant just uh, on Facebook. So to me, that's really where I see things going is uh, people are going to be divesting their ad spend off of Facebook uh, in the next five years into the other platforms because they're all going to catch up. Yeah. And if you look at attention, you know, um, attention also organic attention also seems to be shifting habits seem to be shifting so tiktok just last month hit a million active users right monthly active users and that means they are at the same pace with instagram insane facebook is double that it's 2.3 million but you know it's not too when did tiktok start you know so they're, they're, they're changing habits. Demographics are changing. I certainly feel horrible when I'm, you know, on Facebook. It just feels, it feels to me right now, Facebook feels like MySpace. 
um, when um, Facebook was around. It just feels like, you know, I'm trying to tap into like old contacts and it's, to me, it's a very clunky experience. The, the, the two platforms I'm most, this is all just anecdotal, I'm, I'm most active on or I'm, you know, I'm more relaxed in are Twitter and, and TikTok and that's it. Mm. Or, or there's LinkedIn also for work, which is a given, um, I must say. But yeah, it's, it's super, super interesting as to, you know, what you're talking about for people to be open-minded um, about, um, you know, um, you know, platforms essentially that deliver results, which is what we're, we're after. Um, but let's move right into one of the topics you, you know, we, we were discussing, which is like a gated lunch. What's this idea of a gated lunch, you know, from, 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 um, from your experience and, um, you know, what you know? Absolutely. So to talk about a gated launch, we really have to go backwards a little bit before before we talk about a gated launch. And we have to talk about how uh, in the world you're going to run one of these. So first of all, I'll, I'll let you know what a gated launch is. So essentially, we password protect the website for 12 to 24 hours before a launch and then give that password to our VIP customers at the time of the launch. Mm-hmm. Right. So only they can enter the website for the launch. We're actually going to be doing one of these in two days and they're just absolutely incredible. So going backwards though, what you need to run a gated launch, and then I'll, I'll talk about exactly how we do, how we do it. I'll talk about some uh, of the incredible results that we've seen. Um, but to do this, you need to have a VIP group, first of all, right? You need to have a group of people who absolutely love your product. You know, we talk about, and, and I'm sure your audience knows about traffic levels, right? So we have levels mm-hmm. one through five, Level one, not knowing anything about your brand. Level two being people who engage with your brand. Level three being people who have viewed content on your website, right? So actually gone to a product page. Uh, Level four, people uh, who have added to cart in some sort of way. And then level five are those purchasers, right? And that's where most marketers and most people think that things stop. No, that's, that's where, that's all about acquisition, right? After that, we've got level six, seven, and eight, right? So we, we want to ascend people down into those levels or up into those levels. Level eight being people who will actually advocate for your brand, right? And stick up for your brand. Well, where in the world do we house all of these people? In my opinion, we house them in a VIP group, right? Um, Still, I think Facebook is the best place to do this on. Um, And so having a group built around your brand. Now, first of all, you have to have a brand that people actually love. If you're just selling products, right? And and you're just trying to just hawk products out there. VIP groups are not for you. That's not, those are not the kind of of, um, companies that, that could have VIP groups. But groups, uh, sorry, companies that actually stand for something or gather and aggregate a certain kind of people together, right, or a certain niche together, those are the perfect kinds of audiences um, to form a VIP group around. Um, So we started this about a year and a half ago, and our our group has grown to about 8,500 members. So not huge considering our sales, but Mm -hmm. those people are absolute advocates for the brand, right? Um, we've we've aggregated them together. So anytime something new happens, they want to be a part of it. Mm. So when we run a gated launch, we we are giving them the, the password first, right? And we're acknowledging, hey, you're our VAPs. We want you to have early access because we tend to sell out of things um, fairly fast. Right. So Mm -hmm. the real game changer with all of this was when we introduced an SMS list aside, Mm -hmm. so a text message list with our VIP group. So you have your your text message group, you have your VIP group and essentially using the text message list 
as our notification for people um, to be able to join early because Facebook's algorithm will continue to just push you towards advertising, right? That's all that they want you to do as a, as a business. They don't want to give you free reach. Um, Facebook groups give you a lot of reach right now. And I'm assuming at some point Facebook is going to clamp down on that and want to, you know, get your money for everything, including reaching your group members. But at this point, they're not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's why the SMS list is so powerful. Yeah, and um, it has that, you know, SM most people have SMS notifications on <laughs> yeah. anyway. So the, the attention is is there. The open rates are incredible. So so what I'm sensing here are two, two strands psychologically. One is the anticipation of, you know, what, what is behind the curtain. And the second is exclusivity. Um, totally. Because they're, 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 they're really, you know, um, yeah, it's unique to them. They're VIPs. Um, would you link this up at a product level with a new product launch? Or would this, how does this play out at the product level or the offer level? Yeah, totally. So so this is how we do these. We, we generally don't do these for sales um, okay. because I really want this to be a product-centric or products-centric um, type of strategy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I'll, so I'll walk you through actually one that we that we did in August that turned out incredibly well. So this is almost a year ago now. Um, we, in 24 hours, I'll give you a little hint here. In 24 hours uh, of this launch, we did 250000 actually just over, I think about $253,000 of e-com sales. No ads, no discounts. This was just a brand new launch of a collection. So about mm. two weeks before we launched the collection, we were letting people know all over hey, we're going to be launching this collection. Here's what's in it. Um, If you want two hours early access, join our uh, SMS list, join our VIP group, and that's how you'll get the password. Okay, so let's break this down. Sorry, sorry, Jordan. I have to just ask a few questions because I'm really excited here. Um, Let's break this down. What was the audience, the reach of the people you were talking to? Um, And when you were talking to them, were you talking to them by email? And and then um, what was the conversion from... um, from, hey, you know, join join the list. We're about to, you know, drop this collection, you know, in, in, in a few weeks' time. Um, how many people transcended to or, you know, moved over to the, um, yeah, to the VIP list? Well, I just want totally. to get an idea of the numbers. It could be approximate, but just um, the numbers so people can understand, you know, how to bring people through a funnel. Totally. So, so we're talking to them on mainly on Instagram and Facebook. Um, Generally Facebook reach is so low these days. I don't even consider it a channel anymore for organic, Mm. but, um, but we're talking to them on Instagram um, Mm -hmm. for the most part, as well as on our email list and within our VIP group. So we're getting our VIP group to invite people in that may potentially want to be a part of it. Um, Number two, we're telling our email list, join our VIP groups right here. So our SMS list and our VIP group. Uh, Number three, we are um, just telling everybody on Instagram, we'll have swipe ups like, hey, join our VIP group. Generally, we'll get anywhere between about 500 and 1,000 people for a big launch joining the group. Um, And then the conversion rate on that is absolutely incredible. When people actually get onto the site, the conversion rate is about 15% during gated launches. Yeah, 15%. It's yeah. just it's it's just unfathomable because mm. people have all, all of the psychology that we talked about before, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there's one piece that we didn't talk about before too, and I, I call it the, um, the Rubicon, where people can go in, but they don't want to go out. 
right? Mm-hmm. It's like a, like a door that they go in, but they're like, okay, once they've entered in, they're like, oh my gosh, I, I can't go back out. Um, and so I think that's what really leads to that high conversion rate and that sort of um, frenzy um, that happens online. Let's take this quick break to hear from our sponsors. Let's take a quick break to talk about screwing up. Accidents happen. Perhaps you installed an app that messed up your theme or a CSV import completely messed up your product catalog. Common myth, cloud-based e-commerce platforms like Shopify and BigCommerce have automatic backup solutions you can use when something goes wrong with your store. This is simply untrue. They don't. Myth busted. So what do you do? You use Rewind. Rewind will protect Shopify and BigCommerce stores with automatic backups. Rewind should be the first app you install to protect your store against human error, misbehaving apps, or collaborators gone bad. It's like having your very own magic undo button. Rewind is trusted by over 25,000 businesses from side hustles to the biggest retail brands you can think of. Gymshark, Movement Watches, and Pampers all use Rewind for automatic backups. So here's the deal for 2Xs. If you head over to rewind.io, which is R-E-W-I-N-D.io, install Rewind, you'll get to use it for free for seven days. If you reach out to the Rewind team and mention the 2X e-commerce podcast, then extend your seven-day trial for a full month for free. Enjoy peace of mind with Rewind backups. Remember to head over to Rewind.io and don't forget to mention the 2X e-commerce podcast for a full month trial. Attention e-commerce teams running Shopify. Mesa is the easy way to integrate any Shopify store with any e-commerce app or service. Mesa is the only automation platform designed exclusively for Shopify and Shopify merchants. By creating workflows that carry out repetitive tasks automatically, merchants can focus on their business and create new customer experiences at scale. Mesa has a no-code workflow builder for any action your customers take, such as a new order or product return. Leverage Mesa's built-in features to extend your connected apps. Set up email notifications, receive forms, schedule tasks, delay workflows, or even work with files to sync data with your back office systems. Developers love Mesa too, since they can lift the hood on any automation to customize them for total control. Even if you're unsure where to start, Mesa's library of workflow templates help you get set up quickly with popular tasks common to growing businesses. For free, over the next 14 days, either head over to getmesa.com, that is G-E-T-M-E-S-A dot com, or search for Mesa in the Shopify app store. Their team of automation experts will support you on your journey 24-7. Okay, okay, so it makes sense. So um, you, you, you run an ad on IG, you get you know people on the list. Um, you ask your your email list um, to 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 invite you know other people to the VIP your VIP list. You know do the same. Um, so over the period of acquiring these emails or putting them into this group of five to five hundred to one thousand people, 
would you would you send a series of I wouldn't even say emails or SMSs, just communication. Would you communicate with them over time um, to just keep the anticipation going? Um, what, what does it, how does it play out? Um, you know, um, the days um, leading up to the, um, to the launch. Absolutely. So trying to get some better reach organically is really what we're trying to do before these big launches. So one of the big things that we'll do is we'll actually run a contest before on Instagram. So I don't actually love these contests in general, um, but I love them for launches. So we'll just get we'll just do the classic like tag two friends contest. Right. Um, And what that does is that just gets the offer out there. The image itself on Instagram is going to be some sort of um, promo for it's not necessarily just a giveaway. It's going to be a promo for uh, what our promotion is going to be. Right. And what our launch is going to be. Um, So generally we'll reach between, you know, 30 and 50,000 people on some of these contests. Uh, And so that really gets the word out there. Um, before. And, uh, and so people are seeing it there. They're seeing it in the Facebook group, right? In the group, we're asking them questions. Hey, who's excited about this? We'll ask it as a poll. Generally, polls tend to do a lot better uh, on Facebook groups. Um, so we'll ask it as a poll. Um, we'll send an email out to our list. We'll sometimes even send an SMS uh, notification out, letting them know like, hey, we're going to be launching this. Um, so all of that together uh, really creates something special. Okay. Okay. Makes sense. And then... Um what happens on on the day of um, the the launch um, at the strike of midnight on the day? Where exactly? How do you sort of you know ensure that they're coming flooding through the gates um, to to your store and um, you know um, taking the desired action, which is to purchase? Totally. So generally at about 10 a.m. is when we're going to, uh, 10 a.m. Pacific is when we launch these. Um, So at that time, we're going to put the password on our VIP group. We're going to send the password out with a link to shop on our SMS list. Uh, And generally, it's incredible the amount of traffic that we get from this. Uh, It'll be thousands of people at a time. Um, we had, I believe on that launch, there was about 3,500 people on, um, right at like 10 Oh one. And so remember all these people get to the website, it's password protected. They have to enter their password to, to get through. Um, and then, and then eventually they, they get into the website. Um, and so all of these people are in there and it's really like, if you picture it as like, um, like a black Friday physical sale, it's really like that, right? Like that sort of mayhem. Um, and then the orders just start rolling in. It makes sense. Makes sense. And, and do you give them a glimpse of what they're, they're to expect over that communication period? Kind of like a, Absolutely. A, a, a little reveal. You know, how open can you get um, in, in terms of what you're about to, 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 to show them on, on launch day? Yeah, so for for some of the bigger launches that we do, we'll actually give an entire lookbook so that they can see what they're going to potentially purchase. I think mm-hmm. what's really helped us is that we manufacture in Canada, and so there are limitations with manufacturing in Canada, right? We can't just manufacture 10,000 items of one of one thing. Also, it's great for us because we don't know what's always going to sell, right? Mm. We, we don't know that. And so we're like, uh, okay, well, let's, we can do our sort of best educated guess uh, and use prior data, but we don't necessarily know that. Um, and so mm. we'll let people know like, hey, you know, these sales do tend or these launches tend to sell out. So if you want the product, we, we do sell out. And so that again, places that fear of missing out and that urgency in there on the sale. Mm-hmm. And then how long do you, do you keep the, you know, the, the event running? 
So for two hours, two hours, they get early access. That's it. And then just two hours. Just two hours. And then after that, the website gets open to everybody. But the really great thing is that it creates all of this buzz around, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I, we couldn't believe, we didn't run ads for, I don't even know how long after this one launch because our sales just continued to be massive daily. It's like 50,000 the next day, 40,000 the next day, 40,000. We're like, this is absolutely incredible because people are telling their friends like, oh my gosh, I ordered this. And then they're taking screenshots of their cart and putting it on the VIP group and all of this kind of stuff back and forth. It's really just perpetuating um, the love of the brand. Mm-hmm. And then what happened further, you know, down down, down the line um, in terms of like, how, how many can you, how many events can you pull um, as a brand, would, is this like a quarterly activity? Would you would you suggest that if if you have the capacity to obviously you know um you know do put together products you know every every quarter would, would this be a quarterly activity or um do you think it'd be a bit more sparse? Yeah, I think quarterly is perfect. We we try not to do gated launches more than about once a quarter, um, really depending on what it is. If we're in sales season, which I mean, in our, our area of the world right now in June, this really does become, and we should have we should have actually recognized that for May as well. This really does become a little bit more of sales season now and people are anticipating sales mm-hmm. um, coming out just because we are mid-seasons now. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is really the time um, uh, to do those. And so we'll probably do a couple during this quarter, uh, a couple of these gated launches, but it's something that we don't want to do too often and get people um, super used to. It's something, it's a really special event, right? And we want to make sure to keep it as a special event. Yes, yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Um, And then the the other question I have is, it's a bit more abstract, which is like, you know, when Apple release, you know, a a new phone or, you know, when when they have um, their their, their events, you know, the, the Apple events, um, a lot of people already have like an established product relationship with Apple in the sense that they may own, you know, an Apple device and they're considering, you know, a an upgrade, you know. And, and so however that event goes, you know, um, will determine if, um, you know, it will be worth that upgrade. Um, my question has to do with, just nurturing the attention of people, you know, prior in 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 a gated launch. Um, how do you would would most people who get into this VIP list have already been customers, or is is it is it better to have existing customers? Yeah, my question is: Is it better to have existing customers in the um, VIP list than um, you know customers acquired from other channels that have never purchased or non level five you know um, you know um, buyers? Or yeah, abs- absolutely. We we will still let people in who have not purchased before, but this mm. is really a group for people who have. They're at level five, and we're wanting them to get down into level six, seven, and eight. And, uh, and really become those brand advocates and, and the ones who are going to do the advertising for us, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but there are times where we will let people in who are not part of that group. One of the ways, actually, interestingly, I didn't talk about this uh, before, let you know about this. One of the ways that we get people into our VIP group is we actually send a personalized video to every single first-time customer asking them to join our VIP group. So we'll actually use their name. We'll use what they purchased. Um, and we'll say, hey, if you have any questions uh, or you want to know more about what we do, join our VIP group here. Okay. That's incredible. Oh, who does it? 
Yeah, great question. So we tried to get our in-house staff to do it, uh, and they took about five minutes per video. Uh, so that was not scalable. <laughs> so um, so I've worked with some incredible virtual assistants over the years, uh, and we were able to find uh, a couple of them who uh, were really happy doing it. They do about 40 of them an hour, um, and that tends to work out really, really well. Our customers love it. We see screenshots all the time uh, of the video that they send out to them, and uh, we use the tool Bonjuro to do it. That is clever. That is clever. Um, yeah, <laughs> a lot of people. Thank you. We'll we'll um, we'll put that in in the show notes for sure. That's in- incredible. Okay, so let's talk about. Is there any other thing in in the Gated launch I haven't covered? I haven't asked you. No, I think that that's that that's really it. Um, okay, it's not it's not magic, but you really do have to have a fervent audience to be able to do it. Right. That's really what it comes down to is you need to have an audience that loves you and loves your brand. You have to have a great product. Right. Mm -hmm. And you have to have made, you know, created a following around your product and you need to stand for something to be able to have a VIP group. That's that's really what it comes down to. Great product and stand for something. The feeling bit. Okay, so um, beyond so you're running three brands, um, you know, so so beyond Gated you know, you know, Gated events. What else? Um, what other things are you seeing working now in in twenty twenty one from a growth um, perspective? Any comments? Yeah. I, I think one of the big things is is just testing product, right? Like we we always want to have new product news. So we actually, I, I do own multiple brands outside of this as well. Um, and uh, and outside of, of, of these brands, it, it always works releasing products at least once every two weeks, right? So for instance, we've got another apparel brand based out of uh, Arizona. Every two weeks, we're doing new releases for those brands, right? It's new to show our stock. We've got about, we're in about 550 stores with that brand. Um, so showing our stockist new uh, new material as well as our direct consumer um, customers that uh, material it just really helps kind of continue that buzz right after a launch so we'll save um, with all of our companies we'll save little bits of the collection that we're able to release about every two weeks just to keep that buzz up and keep people coming back to the site and telling their friends and also different offers right um, remember that like in the hierarchy of of advertising offer is always at the top, right? To me, yes. it's offer, creative, copy. Those three are, are really combined and those combined to, um, th- those are the one, the things that really do it for us. Absolutely. And really move the needle. Absolutely. Okay. Th- that's a lot, you know, um, so, so it's really a merchandising um, game. You know, you're playing there if, if you're doing product refreshes every, every two weeks. How about much more slower categories there's some you know categories that don't necessarily you know um just have the 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 bandwidth to 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 launch that frequently um how what what would you suggest is the best way to build in an owned media list um right now um especially from from your brands from from what you're doing there because um you know what, what you're doing with the vip um, upgrade essentially is incredible. And it, it just means I'm, I'm so certain that you have a very, very wide base um, just of email subscribers in the first place for you to be able to, you know, get a substantial, you know, um, VIP, responsive VIP, you know, um, list. So so what would you suggest will be the you know, best 
um, approach to, towards actually growing an owned media you know, um, list or audience? Well, t- tactically, I would say grow your text message SMS list, right? Mm-hmm. That to me is, this is email, you know, 15 years ago. Um, I hardly, I still hardly see any brands doing it. The fact that Attentive only has about 2,500 brands on their list is incredibly surprising, right? 2,500 mm-hmm. out of how many e-commerce merchants are out mm-hmm. there, right? And and Attentive is supposed to be the big one. Mm-hmm. So so to me, that is really the place um, as far as owning media. Um, that's a huge place. And then secondly, um, I would, you know, really see and within whatever the founder's um, skill set is, um, maybe that's creating uh, a vlog or a blog yeah. or whatever it's for people to come back and really get to know the brand. I love video. I think video is amazing. Uh, one mm-hmm. of the um, podcast guests that I had um, uh, was from a company called Midday Squares. And what they do is they actually film their entire team. So to work on their team, you have to sign a waiver that you will be filmed. And every single day they have a film crew. I think it's three or four people. And this is part of their business model, going around uh, with them everywhere that they go and filming so that they have these daily vlogs. And these Mm. get like tons of views. So imagine the amount of people who are now becoming endeared to that brand, right? And they sell the same thing. It's just chocolate bars, right? And and it's it's like a like a healthy. It's supposed to be like a, a healthier, longer lasting chocolate bar that's you mm-hmm. know kind of gets you through that midday crunch. But for them, they're just selling the same product, right? Mm-hmm. They are not releasing necessarily like you know once every two weeks these new products. But for them, that's how they're building their audience, and that's how they're getting people back and back and back. And it just happens to be they could be selling whatever they want. Mm-hmm. Um, but now people are so endeared, like I wouldn't buy anything but midday squares now because I love these guys. Yes, yes, yes. They, they've got that mind share. They're, they're staying in your in your in your in your, in your, in your minds, you know, rent free as as they as they say. In, interesting. And the, the other thing I'm I'm seeing is um, if you're, you know, um, you have an audience, you really have an audience. And one of the best places to get an audience is YouTube or even TikTok or what have you. Just having an audience, you know, having the attention of an audience, you, you'll be Facebook proof in terms of like all of this. I, I know a brand, I have access to, to a brand's, um, you know, um, Facebook, um, you know, ad account. And, and they have like a million followers on on YouTube and they publish on YouTube um, either once a week or once every other week. They just hit a million and this Facebook update did nothing. Yeah. They're still getting a seven to eight X ROAS. Wow. Nothing. Yeah. And it's just testament to the fact that above the line, they, they've communicated at another level, you know, with their audience. And what I've also realized is that the bigger the audience, their, their YouTube channel grows, the more effect it's having on the performance of every other thing in, in terms of like Facebook ads, their Google ads, everything is converting a bit better. And I'm talking like 0.2%, 0.1%. It's, yeah. It just compounds. And, and it adds up, pounds. right? Yeah. It, it, it adds up when you have that that incredible owned audience, right? Exactly. And then there was the COVID that just, you know, blew them up. So so they're at another level now. Yeah. And um, yeah, the, it's, it's, you know, Apple has, you know, probably ushered a new, um, a new era in, in, in all of this and in, in performance, in, in marketing in general, in, in direct-to-consumer e-commerce marketing. 
Okay, and and then um, which is your favorite um, platform right now to for for, for audience building? I, as far as like or, organically? Yeah, organically, yes. I, I'm still big on Instagram. I still think that Instagram is the place to do it. Uh, you know, we've got one of our brands has about 290,000 followers mm-hmm. and we'll still reach about 10% of that audience when we post. So to me, you know, that's 20, say, let's call it 30,000 uh, impressions, um, maybe times two a day. So 60,000 impressions. I mean, mm-hmm. at $10 CPMs, that's still, what is that? Six. Yeah, 60 times 10, it's still $600 of of media that I'm getting for free a day. Yeah. yeah. Right? So so to me that's still that's still the place for for us to go next I would say TikTok. Right? TikTok mm-hmm. I think is that is that next place where uh where I'd build a brand um and continue to build a brand. Yeah. Yeah, they they need to up their performance marketing um you know setup um in order to sustain what what they're doing I, I think um they're still not Absolutely. Facebook Facebook is the most you know sophisticated platform at the minute. Okay, and and um just a final question Jordan, um which would you rather go for um to build now? Uh, I know you you mentioned SMS, you know, um earlier, would it be SMS or email if if you were to choose one? I couldn't choose because they both function so differently, right? <laughs> yes, uh, they both, yes. Like on, on email, you're continuing to build your brand, right? Whereas mm. SMS is really about notifications. Yes. To me, that's not a brand building exercise. That's about notifications. Fantastic. So, so you, I don't think that you can have one without the other. That's a great, great answer. Great answer. I wouldn't bug you. Okay, um, I, I lied um, in regards to the, to the final question. Um, I'm, I, we're just gonna, I'm going to put you through our lightning round. Um, I'm going to ask okay. you about six questions. And if you could use a single sentence to, to answer them, you'll be, you'll be kosher. You'll be fine. Perfect. Okay. What advice would you give yourself five years ago? Spend more on acquisition. Mm. Are you a morning person? Yes. So, do you have a daily morning routine? Yes. What does it look like? Uh, I wake up and walk my two oldest kids to school um, with my youngest in a stroller. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then I take my first call while I'm having my morning coffee at my favorite coffee shop. Awesome. What two things can't can't you live without? Uh, Biking and my family. Awesome. Okay. And um, what book are you currently reading? Uh, oh, uh, Chip Wilson's book on oh, Lululemon. Yeah, yeah, the yoga one. Um, my something black plant. Um, okay, right. Um, final question has got to do with what's been your best mistake to date? By that, I mean a setback that has given you the biggest feedback. Oh, definitely when I bought the restaurant and, the restaurant. and ran the restaurant. That was, yeah, that was the, the best feedback that I could have ever asked for. Awesome, awesome. It's it's been a an absolute pleasure having you, Jordan. Um, yeah, I've, I've learned it. I've learned I've learned a few things here, um, particularly, um, you know, um, the, the the gated, you know, all about gated launches, really. Um, yeah. Um, so for people who want to, you know, um, reach out to you, you have a podcast called Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand. I will link to it in the show notes and description, awesome. depending on where, where you're listening or watching, um, you know, this, you, you run um, an agency, 
you run multiple brands. So you're getting a lot of data, a lot of insights from your, your practitioner. Basically, you practice what you preach. So, so for people who want to follow you, um, if, if they like, you know, people who are listening now, um, where is the best place? Where, where do you hang out the, the most on, on, on online, on social and uh, online? Yeah, definitely on LinkedIn. Um, so if you want to follow me on LinkedIn, just search Jordan West Marketer uh, and I will, I should come up. Um, that is definitely the best, the best place to follow. I try and post every day, but something that I'm seeing out there in the market. Awesome. Fantastic. Jordan, it's been a pleasure having you on the 2X e-commerce podcast. Thank you. Cheers. Thanks for listening to this episode of 2X e-commerce. We encourage you to connect with our community of 2X e-commerce listeners on our Facebook group e-commerce growth accelerator mastermind just search for 2x e-commerce on facebook to find it answer three questions and you'll be approved grab the show notes of this episode on our website 2xecommerce.com finally if you haven't already give the show a review on your podcasting app catch you on the next show and keep growing